0: This is the Video Jumpyard Podcast. I a place that appeals to the deepest and darkest fantasies. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living.
1: I have come here to chew bubblegum
0: and kick ass. And
1: I'm all part of it.
2: In this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-eat with the strength of 20 demons. It's
0: time.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Miracle Branson. With me as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Joe Peterson and Ryan Steiskel. How's it going tonight, guys? Pretty good.
0: Hi. Right.
1: Pretty good. Could be lying, good but for the sake of this, viewers... Remember. It's fine. I'm sure
0: you are.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't want to know my fucking problems to be honest. <laughs> That's right.
2: Yeah. We usually tell them anyway. They, but they barely want, want to know them. my <laughs>
1: opinion let alone my problems.
3: <laughs> yes. You're assuming no, a lot there. No. It's funny in the, the hour that we over an hour that we chatted before recording um, there was a thunderstorm here in Oshkosh and then a little while later I could hear it through Ryan's mic in Milwaukee, and so, Eric, it's your turn. Hey, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. It, That it was a while ago. Snow, or snow, not snow.
2: Jeez. Hey, Jeez it no. supposed to rain at some point tonight, but uh, yeah, I guess it is. It's supposedly raining. I didn't hear any thunder, so. Yeah, I'm waiting. Anyway, anyway, I'm down in a basement, so it's a little harder to keep an eye on the weather, but so the I'm, way- like, actually opening up an app on my phone to be like, is it raining outside? Yeah. So... <laughs>
3: Yeah, I heard mine, yeah. and, and I will say for this recording because I'm I'm in the garage of course. Um, if there's suddenly a snap in the background, I hope somebody inserts the uh, audio clip of Janine Melnitz yelling, "We got one!" Because I've got mouse traps all over the garage. <laughs> I thought
1: you were just going to say it was, f- was going to be your last nerve. Well, that too. <laughs> but um,
3: no, I I the last couple of weeks yeah. that we've been in here, the, the little there's been a little bastard running around and so like even while i'm sitting here, like run across the floor so i set i set four traps in here this afternoon within an hour i caught one yeah so they they definitely get into those traps pretty quickly yeah we had a whole bunch of mice in our
2: garage one year and we caught them unfortunately we we killed caught and trapped two of them live and let them go and then killed one or two of them um what we didn't know is we had killed all the adults off in what was a large nest of mice and the uh, I think I told this story on the podcast before I've so li- I've anyway, lived this like, story I like, oh
1: yeah it's yeah oh, so then, so then everything every
2: everything in the nest yeah died and it just the stink
1: It's was, bad uh, it's the smell of death yeah yeah it's <laughs> terrible so
2: anyway on that pleasant note yeah. uh, <laughs> trying to avoid it, it, that as it starts getting cooler yeah yeah i guess uh, what you, anything you guys have been watching that uh that's
1: been interesting or uh, I s- I started Reservation Dogs this week actually and I've heard I've oh heard good that's things, a good one yeah. it's a good one we we've, we've just started season two we're kind of just going right through it it's it's been great it's fucking hilarious yeah. I
3: love it that yeah. has that has added numerous phrases to our household including <laughs> Shithead
1: shit ass has been the one i told my partner too it's like listen this isn't intentional but shit ass will now be a part of my vocabulary and she's like please no i'm like i don't have a choice i've been i'm just exposed (laughs) to that (laughs) phrase so many times since we watched this like it's there
3: (laughs) yeah well having little kids around the house or not little kids anymore but having kids around the house you're trying to do your grocery shopping on the weekend or whatever everybody get in the car scotin (laughs) scot all from that show but, oh man! Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, well, I mentioned before we recorded, I uh, recently revisited uh, the film *Tales from* uh, *Tales from the Hood*. Which yeah. Is a great horror anthology film from the '90s. Uh, it really I highly is. recommend it. And last night I started a movie on Netflix. I still need to finish it. Um, it's years, a couple of years old now, but *The Ritual*.
0: Mm. Oh, isn't uh, that, yeah. that
1: okay? You you talk about it.
3: it. it's a horror film. It's it's a slow burn, but it's really good yeah and it's yeah I highly recommend it. I still need to finish it but i I so far I only have like twenty minutes left, but I highly recommend it it's creepy um kind of it's cool to see a Nordic inspired monster movie that isn't like trolls and shit which was the trolls movie was great, but yeah this one, that had one. like troll oh.
0: <laughs>
1: play 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 heard it <laughs> um. Uh, i was gonna say like i think that's the one that has like that very interesting monster design at the end yeah right? yeah that's like i saw theories like that's loki and i'm like okay whatever it's technically, cool
3: technically if you go so, go on the norse mythology it's loki's child yeah yeah it's it's, it's it was cool a, to see that it was I'm a wondering. horrifying design, I, I've, I've liked like, it yeah yeah i didn't see oh, the movie yeah.
1: i just saw the design i'm like that's fucking cool i don't need to see the movie i'm, no. I'm good <laughs> I don't need the context of that in my nightmares. No, thank you.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. It's no, definitely creepy. So, I, uh, I saw something interesting that maybe Ryan will appreciate. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I saw an anime movie actually that I enjoyed, uh, called red line. Have you seen red line?
0: I am...
2: Oh, uh,
1: that's on my list. I want to see it. Yeah. It's on Tubi occasionally. And every time I get the chance, yeah. I fucking take it off. I think it's
2: still, I think it's there right now. Actually, if yeah. you go uh, check it out, but, um, Yeah, I watched it out of the recommendation of another friend that he and I do a, like, little movie club get-together thing, watch a movie every month and kind of get together and talk about it, and that was one of the picks, and, um, yeah, it was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's, it's 100% like a trashy B-movie anime style, like, it just, like, straight, it, essentially it's Death Race 2000 with a lot of added wackiness, but man was it a lot of fun i liked it a lot so the
1: animation style uh, from like i've seen in trailers is just fucking great too
2: yeah it's very cool yeah joe you might even be able to stomach that one it's 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 fun fast-paced a uh, dystopian racing movie essentially so a lot of similarities like death <laughs> were cool, but, yeah. this is
1: what we are do we're yeah. set it up in the queue we are have red line followed yeah. by the live action version <laughs> of speed racer because apparently that's getting a cult following. and i'm like one of these i days, believe it
2: like yeah i think
1: maybe those two would go grid together
2: so that would be i think that would be a good pairing
1: i i and i haven't even seen <laughs> speed racer just what i know about it like yeah uh, so. i just looking in Joe's face and and, and, and as we are talking about this as he his, looks down. His I eyes glazed like,
2: when he heard the word anime, just like yep.
1: <laughs> I, I can just hear Simon and Garfunkel in the background. Hello darkness, mild friend. <laughs> forcing well, anime on yeah. me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'm not, you know, like, my my lack of interest in anime was 100, 100% from ignorance rather than any opinions I had of, upon it. I just hadn't seen much and honestly what i've seen i've liked i've liked almost all of it so i don't god. know maybe i do really good i tell you what
1: when well, you guys got your 80 fixes Selective. for for movies 90s anime is just <laughs> for yeah. me man god <laughs> Chef's yeah check
2: check out redline I'm, I'm sure you get a kick out of it it's it's a big trashy b movie in anime form it's so it's right up my alley it's a lot of fun good but, for you man all right. but all right. well speaking <laughs> of, anyway yeah Speaking of crazy anime animated yeah. films <laughs> That's right. Tonight, uh, we're looking at the uh, 1985 animated space opera, Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin. In a distant galaxy, the
0: darkened caverns of a cruel world hold the secret to a fantastic adventure. A quest to free a world from slavery and the universe from tyranny. A quest for truth, dignity, and freedom. There is a world above, a magnificent universe, You can return if you have the courage. A quest for Star Chaser, The Legend of Oren. Thousands of years ago, on some obscure planet, a primitive chess computer was the first inorganic mind to beat man. I will be calling Checkmate. In the last such game, the humans and their kind will ever play. Battle for freedom, an immortal struggle against the forces of evil. On an incredible journey to the edge of imagination and beyond. The legend lives on in a thrilling fight for survival. Star Chaser, the legend of Auron. The fantasy experience of a
2: lifetime. Um, was directed by Steve Hahn, written by Jeffrey Scott. Uh, Starring in no specific order: Joe Colligan, Carmen Anzia, uh, Argian and uh, bad bad bad. I <laughs> mean, Carmen Argianzano, Noel North, and Anthony DeLongis. Anyway, yeah, uh Les Tremaine. Les Tremaine's actually a, an actor I have heard of before, so <laughs> I'm struggling through this list of people that I have no idea who they are, which is interesting. Um oh, yeah. I mean that this was released by a, like a, a major film studio, but um
1: I only recognize like what, two of them. One was uh played like one of the father figures in Stargate S G one and the other yes, was actually from Stargate, you're
2: right. And the other one that was played Dag in the movie, yeah.
1: Yep, and the other one played Blade in the Masters of the Universe movie. The oh, okay. Yep. yep. Actually, the the main bad guy is voiced by that actor. Um,
2: okay. Which I so Zygon. Zygon. The, Zygon the, the big badness, yeah. Yeah,
1: played by the guy who played Blade from Masters of the Universe. Interesting. I did not
2: put that together, and and Wikipedia has let me down on that. uh that respect so oh yeah but yeah yeah? i'm sure if i if i'm sure if i clicked on his uh his uh profile i would i would see that but so that's anthony DeLongis is the guy that played Zyga. yeah and i recognize him now i see a picture of the actor that's another thing, is being that it's an animated film. You
1: didn't get <laughs> yeah. to recognize him, so. Right. Yeah. I don't think you would, because he was bald in that fucking movie, and I guess he has hair in real life, and that threw me back. I'm like, oh, betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: let me get you a quick synopsis of this. It may sound familiar from some other, I don't know, 1977 sci-fi space opera you might have heard of, but <laughs> I highly doubt. Uh, in this animated film Oren is a slave working in the subterranean mines near a planet's molten core watched and prodded by his robot overlords. After he finds a powerful sword embedded in the ore he makes his way to the surface where he encounters cynical pilot Dag and Princess uh, Aviana. The three traverse the galaxy along with their faithful android companions doing battle with minions of the despotic Zygon. Who's, who seeks to enslave all of humanity?
1: That makes it sound more peaceful mm. than what actually happens in some of this movie. <laughs> like, oh, they're they're robot buddies. Mm, that's a loose definition. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah this uh, synopsis made it sound even more like the aforementioned other sci-fi movie that all the you know early '80s sci-fi movies were based on, anyway. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude. So this is. Yeah. Yes, Dune, of course. The David Lynch ver- movie, Dune. Yeah. Just that version of Dune. Is, it's mm-hmm. the
1: David Lynch Dune, for sure.
2: So, uh, yeah, Star Chaser. Had you guys ever uh, experienced
3: this one before, or was this the first time? I hadn't even heard about it till we watched it. So and I just watched it today. So, yeah, this was a total first time for me.
1: I um realized when it started to play like this was I thought was a first time for me and it, and it still was but I actually came across this film on cable when I was at my cousin's house I had to be around 16 maybe 15 uh and we only got as far as the mandroids until my aunt walked in and go what the fuck is this shit now we're not watching this and then changed it and I'm like <laughs> no that's fair <laughs> But I was like, I, I, it's like I never, I guess I'm never gonna know what that is now. And then this occurred. I'm like, well, here it is. The timeline's now fucking complete because I can yeah. die. I guess I don't know.
2: <laughs> Got to finish this one. So yeah. there you go. Um, this actually for me came off of a list of like movies, Star Wars ripoffs from the '80s, essentially. So it just like it, it uh, yeah. And it's this pretty, one was ra- pretty blatant. Yeah. Yeah, and this one was rated as one of the ones with the. Uh, redeeming qualities which you know could be argued i suppose but uh that was got, wor- worth at least sitting through um they this specific list that i i, I don't remember who published it to tell you the truth but uh preferred this movie to battle beyond the stars which is another i can one agree talked about yeah. here, uh, here on, uh, <laughs> i was gonna bring that so, up yeah <laughs> I, I think yeah and i i don't disagree with that necessarily i think this i do think this has some merits however i do think this is a more deliberate rip-off of star wars than than battle beyond the, battle beyond the stars with a little bit of that magnificent seven thing going on but um but yeah anyway um yeah so this was uh this is actually the second time I had watched it. I watched it on YouTube about a year ago, just randomly and um, it thought well, this would be a perfect movie to talk about on the podcast and it went on my list and ended up on there. <laughs> so that's how we got it. but so this was yeah. actually a second watch for me um, of this
1: one. You brave warrior. Yeah, and it was in right. 3d right oh yeah it was 3D. so it, yeah.
2: it was the it was actually the first animated feature to be produced entirely in 3d so oh. uh, yeah 3d movie which unfortunately you can't see it in
3: 3d
1: <laughs> anymore
3: you know what we should make 3d I don't know if that,
1: 2d like, animation
3: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was an odd thing as I was reading about it and how... Well, I guess there was a film that came out in 83 called Abracadabra that was produced in 3D, but Abra, they kind of did all this yeah. on their own. Like, it, it wasn't done in the same way, I guess. Um, okay. There are, and I don't... Yeah, I don't know. That's an odd choice. though. Like, here's an animated film that's in 3D. Not computer animated, but just 2D animation in 3D. That seems yeah. You, odd. You know what? It
1: kind of... Flex. I found out it was 3D after but there were weird moments with like you could tell like with how animation is you have like a cell in front of a background and there was just weird moments where there's like clipping happening and i'm like what the fuck is going on here this is supposed to be like hand drawn what's going on and then i found out like
2: oh it's the 3d there's a lot of
1: fucked up shit going on here
2: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's supposedly it's noteworthy for those two reasons it was the first animated feature to be produced entirely in 3d now they had done 3d portions of conversions other other things but uh and then also it was one of the early films and we talked about a few others of these but one of the early films to implement uh, computer animation so yeah it it has some i i don't even know i can't like offhand say what exactly was computer animated in the movie they they mirrored the style at least fairly fairly well so um. Yeah, it's a. It's something. It it's. It kind of fits into this vein in the '80s and we were talking about this before we went on, and then we'll talk probably continue to talk about it with our movie that we're going to look at next week. But um, the vein of '80s kind of like more. I don't know if I'd call this adult sci-fi, but it's more adult than like what most animation that's going on in the '80s. So there's this run with like heavy metal, uh, rock and roll, which we're going to look at next week um the the bashki films that we talked about like wizards and um um shoot what was the other one the oh 80s. fire fire and ice fire and ice yeah the, we did review fire and ice there, there's a lot of similarities between to that yes yeah. film as well i think but um
0: this the one animation
3: kind of, is pretty good in
2: yeah animation's decent i think it's a little stilted like a little bit um not like not like filmation stilted necessarily, but it's uh Um I I do find uh the Ralph Basky film's um, the rotoscoping effect to be a little more effective way to do action sequences than the more two D style that they used in this film. Mm-hmm. Um I did think it slows things down a little bit. But in general, I it, it's a good looking sci fi movie. Uh design wise, I mean pretty much they they pretty much stole every play in the book out of, you know, Lucas Films' <laughs> yeah uh, playbook. It's it's a very similar uh, story, and um, the design of everything is very Star Wars as well. Sands may be a couple of the things we get in the mines, um, but I think you'll see some of the the some of this stuff kind of pop up later in in, in future Star Wars. So I'm not saying that that Lucas even spent any time on he's probably never seen this movie i don't think he necessarily was influenced by this but they as they yeah. explored other other climates and and planets and whatever but um yeah so you get uh we meet orin who is a slave working in uh, a mine uh as part of a culture of people who believe that mine world as they creatively call their um their civilization
1: <laughs> missed the opportunity um, on minecraft like 30 years early <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> uh is is you know the the that that is all the existence that they know is working for their their god who they call zygon who comes and speaks to them you know every once in a while motivates them to dig 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 or whatever they're doing um uh, they're a great created, villain they're, they're, by the way yeah and they're they're mining um this uh, this mineral that is the energy source that the rest of the that this robot empire is kind of running on. Um,
1: like selling. There's always Some shit. yeah.
2: There's always been kind of myths that they talk myths and legends that there's you know a world beyond um, the caves and the mines and of course there's the naysayers that you know just do what Zygon says and we'll we'll be fed and uh, you know don't keep, know what that's our, like our existence you know um yeah and uh yeah so when uh Auron is um, kind of pushed to rebel against the robot guards and uh uh kind of stumbles into being this hero and finding the uh well he stopped okay literally stumbles upon the um the hilt it's a, a hilt of a sword
1: without a blade
2: with yeah without a blade and uh, it has magical properties. You know, this Gan- Gandalf-esque wizard-type character appears to him and with a message from the long distance, distant past, and kind of sets him on that. You know, the 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 myths are not are not myths. There is a, a world beyond mine world, and you got to go uh, on a
1: hero's journey yeah. now, son.
2: Yep. Yeah. Can, so.
1: can we just say? There's a... There's a... So there's an elderly man in the beginning of this. He's like the grandfather of the love... In, well, first love interest. Spoilers. Um, yeah. He... They make a big deal of like trying to like... Oh, he's so old, but I'm trying to take care of him. He's been mining for 70 years. He... Oren finds the fucking hill. And gra- grandpa's freaked out and like, Oh, no. Uh, don't, you Don't show anybody that. And then a guard comes around. And he just randomly... The old man just randomly attacks the guard gets smacked in the face, dies essentially, and the guard just walks away like he wouldn't have cared either way. And he like, sacrificed mm. his life to prevent them from seeing it, but it wasn't that big of a deal. And then fast forward, she's like, Grandpa, the woman's like, Grandpa died for no reason. Orin's like, no, he died to save the secret of this. I'm like, no, he died for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, first, first fucking thing. Like, it's like, he yep. he's the one who called suspicion onto them. And he got Grandpa, punished, and he just walked Grandpa
2: through. panicked and attacked a robot guard, is what yeah. happened. Yes. So, like. um,
1: so that's some, like, some bullshit. <laughs> that I, one of many, yeah. I suppose. Also, I do have a second one, and that's the ore they're mining. Um, this shit, we find out, is, like, super fucking explosive, apparently. Like, don't shoot mm-hmm. at it. What do they mine with? Laser guns.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, laser guns. They they hit it with metal pickaxes, and the entire mine, like, uh, everything we see in the mine is literally surrounded by lava and fire everywhere. It's mm-hmm. just like and it collapses fire so frequently. Even even like Zygon's god get up that he's like got them convinced is all like fiery and like yeah. So it's it uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. It's a cool looking like set. I said what well, that's what you
1: call it, but yeah, it's just it's, a bunch uh, of redstone, dude minecraft right. reference <laughs> no My, mine world it's mine world sorry mine world <laughs> the, the roblox rip off <laughs> yeah.
2: um so yeah anyway that sets Oren on his way um he his first step is he and uh what is what is her name uh elon elon um his first girlfriend um last name musk pro yeah promise to to come back and like yeah Musk elon yeah elon musk, musk. <laughs> his first level of interest elon <laughs> you're musk. living in a cave i mean you're gonna be a little musky uh, yeah <laughs> um uh, they they start their escape but are stopped by zygon and his guards they find out zygon's not a god but a robot a robot man who who is well, the actually he's bee.
1: he's a man first robot comes later but yeah he is
2: yeah that's true yeah uh, uh and the leader of this you know kind of all encompassing empire of robots who have taken over most of the sentient planets or systems that have sent sentient beings on their planets and in, in whatever this galaxy. Fucking everywhere, yeah. Uh, yeah essentially, he's our, he's our Darth Vader
3: of this. Uh, yeah. Of and this story. emperor,
1: in a weird way, I guess. And emperor, yeah.
3: Oh. True. Um, I did want to quickly point out that the his robot guards, Saigon's robot guards, Mm-hmm. Look a hell of a lot like the Hordak Horde Troopers from Masters of the Universe and she Yeah. They do. Yep. yep. Yeah. The big silver they that things. They got the red, emblem. Yeah. The emblem, red emblem on their chest. They got like the squat head thing. I see. Because as soon as I was watching this, I was like, I've seen this before. I haven't seen this before, but I've seen those before. And I realized, oh, it's the Horde Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, god they just
1: this movie just takes from everything future takes, past present yeah
0: does and
3: yeah i don't, I don't i'm not gonna don't. i get into the googling right now as to when that came out but it was around this time
0: <laughs> yeah would have been <laughs> you know. had
3: to have been sometime around here yeah Maybe a couple a few, years after but yeah but uh yeah i just noticed those, those robot guards look just like that um but overall like the, the designs of that was something anytime i see one of these these kind of 80s animated not quite for kids but still kids type movies older
1: um, kids like preteens older and kids shit, yeah. yeah yeah
3: i don't know like as as a kid growing up in the 80s disney i guess was kind of like the gold standard right for animation at that time or at least that's what we were all told um and so i was always kind of i don't want to say standoffish but i was never really Eager to enjoy other animation, these types of other animation, yeah, yeah. and so, no. and and that might have a one of the reasons why I'm kind of eh on anime, but it wasn't just anime; it's a lot of these things. So, it's it's interesting as an adult going back and and watching the style of animation again, which I can I'm starting to appreciate because I was. This actually isn't bad. Like the animation style is pretty good. The designs are no. pretty cool too. For it's for definitely some of the, as much as it's a Star Wars ripoff. It's definitely yeah. rotoscope. They yeah, do some cool stuff
1: for sure. Like the way that they they actually do the facial uh, movements yeah, and everything. It's, it's like bad. this is live action traced over. Like which is what fucking Disney does. Like it's it's it's, it's right. a style I, of animation I, that's quite popular. Because
3: this isn't rotoscope
2: though, is it? I I don't see any reference to it. Being rotoscoped, it, it does it does have some stylistic similarities to, um, like the Boschke movies. Ralph Basquy yeah famous for for rotoscoping. Where I do notice that, or where I didn't think that it was it was done in the same style or the same process, is I feel like any like scenes of high of high energy and not with like the ship zooming around in space and stuff, but with human characters or, or alien your characters are like running or supposed to be moving quickly i, I think it's pretty apparent that it's done with animation rather than yeah, like rotoscoping actors um, but you, because you do you do see that like in fire and ice that we reviewed you do see that more realistic movement in in action scenarios
1: um and you brought up the ships and stuff which actually move impressively well in animation especially um the title ship itself what uh, what is this movie called again <laughs> Star Chaser. Star, <laughs> Star Chaser. Chaser. I already forgot. This This it wants to leave my brain so very quickly. Uh, but the ship <laughs> itself, um, I mean, it's, the, it, it's got, there's some hokey designs. There's some like classic, like campy sci-fi designs in this. But there's mm-hmm. elements of this. I'm like, this looks very similar to Firefly's ship or even the Razor Crest in some elements. Mm-hmm. But primarily the Firefly thing. I'm like, yeah. huh.
0: Huh. Yeah. absolutely
1: but it's doing these cool movements and flips and shit i'm like god man those that crew was dead but that was an impressive move
2: (laughs) i liked the way it had like the its its engines or whatever it's its thrusters would stay flat but it could flip the body of the ship around and it sounded
1: just like the millennium falcon for some reason
2: yeah go figure i don't (laughs) like don't know that was probably a totally coincidence
1: that's fair yeah (laughs) this is an original work what am i saying
2: yeah yeah, uh-huh. so, of course, uh, Ed, well, uh, Zygon uh, kills the girlfriend, but Orin gets away, uh, makes it to the surface where he's tortured by some creepy, one of the cooler animation bits, but the, the mandroids, like you mentioned earlier, uh-huh. the yeah. uh, half-man, half-robot creatures, and is rescued by a rogue <laughs> smuggler who is a little rough around the edges. And receding uh, in uh, the and, hairline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, called uh, Dag Debremi. And um Good old Dag. So Yep. Yeah. <laughs> who uh wears a hip holstered blaster and uh and a vest, I think as well. Yep. So <laughs>
1: actually and he looks like yeah. he and, does look vaguely like a character that was invented by Star Wars in the nineties during the dark the Shadow of the Empire thing. The guy who was the um, pseudo Han yeah. Solo who had a puffy vest and had a very similar name but a way better, like, hairstyle. So not that Dash Rendar? Dash Rendar, someone knew it. Yeah. I knew someone was going to yeah. know it, but Dash, I'm just <laughs> saying. I did want to say, we forgot about the blind brother, and the only reason I wanted to bring up the blind brother
2: oh, yes, we is did.
1: because when they're escaping, the blind brother wants to go with. He's, like, eight years old, and he's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, no, you got to stay here. He goes, you're not taking me with, with you guys because I'm blind. And there's a silence, and he goes, "No, that's not it." And I'm like, "Yes, it fucking is!" <laughs> like, yeah, let's be he, honest. Even they, Orin, even Orin, at that point, is like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's like pretty, "Let's face it, kid." <laughs> um, no, like, yeah. like, the thing is, is like, he, they live in a cave. If anything, the blind kid should have the fucking advantage.
0: <laughs> like,
3: yeah right like i can i can i can hear your facial expression orin you know <laughs> i can hear your fucking eye roll <laughs> like if there was going to be a fan edit of
1: this I, or if somebody did like a comedic fan edit of this sometime in the future if they ever wanted to i would put in just a long unnecessary pause no no that's not just it put, <laughs> imagine <laughs> just doing
3: a, a brief read to just make it three times as long just just cut
2: back and forth between the the shots of them (laughs) looking at one another like over and over again no (laughs) that's
0: not it it's like no no you should just stay with the auntie (laughs) it's like yeah i live in a dark
1: cave that's near the edge of a fucking volcano i like yeah this is and i
2: should have mentioned the blind brother because that is Orin's like quest throughout this. He has to make it back and save his little blind brother. Well, he don't
1: have uh, many people left at the start of this journey. He <laughs> kind, of, kind of got them yeah. all killed. That's <laughs> true.
2: Yeah, Pretty much everybody he knew was killed by robot guards and or Zygon in the first
3: 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, so, like right yeah. away. So yeah. He kind of doesn't have a lot of choices. The, right. the, the opening of this and kind of how quickly it gets going, which is pretty fast, it mm-hmm. almost reminded me a little bit of Zardos. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: You know, where it's like, oh, there's more of a civilization than you realize, and all that. But when he gets to the surface, that's when it really grabbed my attention, though, because when he first gets to the surface, and there's all the the mandroids, right not not the not the Zygon guards, but these like hybrid things. Oh yeah, all... creatures
2: that have been scavenging robot parts and rebuilding
3: their bodies essentially is
1: horrifying. Yeah. Things that I actually yeah. drew in college and yeah, to it's
3: for. really fucked up. Yeah. And then you see all the different animal and plant life at the surface, which is pretty cool. Like Bring there's some the really cool creature me. designs. Yep, there's this big plant monster that my my son was watching this with me, and he was we both at the same time were like that thing looks like Biolante. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah and yeah so that was i i actually liked that that was pretty cool there's all these different creatures and stuff this, and then like these weird robot things running around and i trying think that's to pull them apart mm-hmm.
2: i think that's going to kind of be the story of this movie is there it generally is this derivative of like a hundred other things mostly star wars but yep um but there are moments where it is very interesting like there's some some cool design choices there's generally it's paced well like i don't think it's this unwatchable movie it's just kind of you know yeah derivative
0: <laughs> well like, and there's I've
3: some annoying stuff like though. for some weird reason dag calls Oren water snake that's yeah. his nickname for him and it's just it gets to be kind of cringy because it's just overused and
2: i mean he pulls it him out obnoxious. of the water right when he's attacked yeah. by that thing is that and i think that's where he gets the nickname initially maybe Wikipedia, I don't know, I like
1: says like when i was reading because i always read like narratives yeah. after a movie on Wikipedia and it was like yeah. saying he calls him water snake because of the tale that he tells about people mining because that's the myth because he comes from this world it's like everyone knows that androids are actually the ones who mine what you talking about water snake allegedly that's where that phrase is i'll be honest with you any of those fucking things could work, and neither of those things fucking work. It's a Schrodinger's fucking nickname. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's I know that, he too. O- he
2: overuses it. Like, if he was, if you were to use somebody's real name that much, that people would just be like, dude,
1: just... <laughs> Orin. Yeah, one it's, syllable. It's, Water yeah. Snake. Nope. It's easier. Yeah, or- it's much Oh, easier. yeah, Orin.
3: <laughs> or. I was thinking but, I
1: was thinking how it's like they named their main character Orin, and he mines for Or. My, my brain this like fucked up (laughs) syllables
3: yeah but since we're talking about dag we should also bring up silica oh god oh yes their first stop his fembot
1: yeah
2: yeah well and and of course we uh we learn about this because he rescues her just to sell her off into slavery well he doesn't
1: rescue you he uses her as a fucking shield he grabbed her to use her as a shield and then on the way there like she's like don't don't do this. like don't touch me get away from me and asks his onboard computer how do i change the personality oh, oh it's right because uh, arthur her yeah.
2: controls an in, inner butt essentially it's like, was uh, yeah. oh it's a uh,
3: robot anal surgery <laughs> and it's just yep.
1: like um i i get that this is probably some juvenile humor uh for these people oh yeah and it's in the night na- but when i think about like this is assault <laughs> like, like this, is, well, the, this, this is someone screaming, this... please don't do this to me. And then. As you're filling her butt. <laughs> Not only that, but changes he changes into the butt. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, he
2: changes her her circuitry to, like, being, like, a fawning, you know, fawning over him. And, yeah, it's pretty, pretty weird. And then decides like, to sell but...
1: her off into slavery.
2: Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> the, these fembots are pretty you know, designed to be, like, you know, fairly. Anatomically accentuated, and uh, <laughs> 3PO, it isn't. Oh it isn't. Yeah, it is inferred at multiple points in this movie that the fembots are used as prostitutes. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's never right out said, but it other character you know characters' reactions to the fembot certainly that's what they're for. Um, yeah, one of their uses at least.
1: The whole the whole uh, slavery thing. Uh, I mean, at one yeah. point, it was like, "How much would you think I get a, get from her?" He goes like. You can get fifteen from whatever she makes, and it kind of hinted like, from from clientele. Like later on, it's auction, but that's not what was immediately that, explained. I'm like, this this is prostitution. This is yeah, this is yep. this is not human trafficking, but this is like simulated human trafficking. I'm sure
3: there's a deleted scene where Jim Caviezel comes and he saves the robots and all that shit. <laughs> oh, you know? God, it's just... oh yeah,
0: definitely. But that was uh, for Trump.
3: Yeah.
2: The, uh, um, but yeah, so we, we've just gotten to know Dag Debrimi, and one of the first things he does is kidnap a girl. I mean, she's a robot, but yeah, reprogram her and sell her into slavery. So, kind of an interesting get to know you with that character. He's also kind of a jerk to Orin at first. I'm not sure why Orin, uh, or when they become good buddies, because it seems in the latter half of the film that they they do look out for each other and have formed some kind of bond. But I'm not really sure narratively when that happens. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. He just yeah. Dag d- wants nothing to do with him for the first you know part of the movie. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. It it our hero yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, he's so, not really.
3: He's not. He's not quite Han Solo. He's a little more of a dick. <laughs>
0: yeah, a little a more, more. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he's a
2: little more of a. a realistic smuggler i'll have to say that yeah he's more more of a smug like han especially when they you know when george retouched the the shooting first scene and all that stuff but they they didn't really have the rough around the edges as much as a smuggler in that situation situation might have been dag does fit those you know that criteria for sure
1: yeah whether
2: or not that makes him likable or not i mean it really makes it a little less likable but you know yeah there's that so so yeah silica becomes one of the crew along with arthur the talking spaceship who's pretty much rc-3po he's the it, uh, he's like
1: r2-3po uh, it's a weird yep. switch but what they did was shit
2: yeah 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 and um yeah so that that kind of uh forms well and actually no one more are the uh Midori- the princess uh oh. what's her name
1: i thought you're gonna talk about the middle eastern stereotypes
2: oh god yeah there's more than one uh situation where just like poorly racial stereotyped alien characters but yeah unfortunately 80s animation this that seemed to be a thing like even into the 90s i think like and, and middle eastern people specifically got that kind of these kind of like um Anytime there's like an exotic, bizarre market, you'd have these really terrible racial stereotypes of
1: like um, slimy you know, Middle Eastern or Arab yeah. people. Yep, yep. Just and like... this
2: one really has some bad ones. I
1: mean, <laughs> but... it follows the also follows the fucking template of like, oh, hey, our universal like godlike Jesus hero needs to be blonde hair, blue eyed. Yep. <sighs> it's like, sure, why not? <laughs>
2: of course even in a galaxy far far away or whatever this takes mm-hmm. place in <laughs> yeah
1: it's feeling a little airy not, a there. galaxy
2: not so far away
1: but, <laughs> uh, yeah. um oh yeah you're talking about the princess sorry yeah
2: so they uh because they go back meet, um what was it to the? yeah
1: the the auction is when we first meet her
2: well we see her her and her robot her droid at the auction uh, and she kind of like bumps into Orin, and they I don't
1: know make eye contact or whatever. And they're both like going for the droids auction or whatever it is. Oh yeah,
2: right. Yeah. They're bidding up uh, silica. Yeah, silica. that's right. Yep. Because uh, yeah,
1: because Dags put her on the the auction block. That's right. And um, Oren's actually being like a good guy and doing the highest bid, not not realizing the concept of money and then it's yeah, like ah two no thousand about
2: money and he just kind of bids until <laughs> yeah. he wins and then has no way to pay <laughs> so then dag comes and pays it pays them out and yeah I, um <laughs> yeah. and then we run back into the princess because she rescues dag and how do they crash on they they, they escape
1: there's the... a fortune teller telling Orin, where to mm. go to find the blade? Right. Uh, they go to this planet. It happened to be the planet that she lived on. They got caught up. In... Crash
2: land because there's there's a bounty out.
1: there's a yeah Zygon's yeah. bounty is out and like they yep. shoot him down and then okay I yeah I remember it, I'm sure she pulled uh,
2: he was in the tree Orin out of a yeah Orin like fucking threw out, out of, of the
1: window and landed in a tree. <laughs> it's like... and
2: Dag ends up Zygon's. Uh, robot troopers or whatever end up getting Dag and taking him back and torturing him again in a very similar scene to...
1: Force Awakens, kind of.
2: Star Wars. Yeah, actually, that's... That's what... I keep seeing echoes of, like, Star Wars stuff that comes later. Later, Uh, yeah. When when we talk about the way that Zygon dies, it's it's 100% a scene from a later Star Wars film, which is like... Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird.
1: Like how much can you steal from Star
2: Wars? Like, even did, from... did George Lucas like actually watch this movie that was total <laughs> rip off of his and been like, "Well, I really liked some of this stuff. Like, I'm just gonna steal that back from
1: them. Like, uh-huh. I won't, I won't sue if you let me steal some of your ideas." Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: really? um,
3: I mean, that's a valid question because they didn't, Lucasfilm didn't sue did not, over this. Yeah, amazingly. Yeah. So maybe, maybe there was a little bit of that. <laughs> oh well, I'll just do what I want then. Good yeah. luck. You I'm sue George me, I'll sue Lucas. you back. <clears throat> yeah, I'm George
2: fucking Lucas. So Aviana, the uh, princess Aviana, who is the princess of this planet that we don't learn really anything about. We just know that she's rich. Her father's the king
1: um, of the of the universe, possibly. Uh, yeah,
2: I, it seems the king of something. And, and but but he's like cool with Zygon in some way. It's. Uh, because I believe when Oren speaking out against that. She's like, no, no, they're all, you know, on the up and up. I don't remember the whole argument they have, but
1: uh, because they all see him yeah. as like, a, like some kind of like official, like a governor of the planet who's mm-hmm. just mining mm-hmm. shit. It's like, oh, you're just the guy who has all those robots down in the mine.
2: Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's the other thing is everyone that's else in the like the galaxy thinks that uh, Zygon's robots do all of his mining. They don't know that he he has a whole society of slaves working for him so
1: and the reason for that you find out is because he's been using the robots that they give to him for mining. he repurposes them as soldiers that he's send he scatters and it's just like
2: he's slowly taking over the
1: the yeah as ridiculous as as this fucking movie is that's one of those elements i'm like yeah that no that sounds like a real life business move (laughs) like (laughs) We're giving you all this money and resources so you don't have to do this, like, uh, bullshit human slavery thing. Yeah, yeah, I won't do that. Instantly sells work to, like, low, uh, po- or impoverished co- uh, countries and have children fucking work on it.
2: Yep, yep. So. Huh. Yeah. so we got our, we got our Princess Leia ripoff right down to some of the hairstyles. Um, yep. She's, And love yep. interest number two. Yeah. <laughs> Who professes her love to Oren very, very quickly. quickly? I mean, they've they've spoke they've spoken about two two and a half sentences to each other before. This is uh, like this
1: feels like just one long two. day, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> And it's paced in a way that it, yeah, it can't, you really just like one thing after another. It doesn't feel like much time passes. Maybe that's maybe it was intended on a screenplay level that there was some passage of time, but um... You're
1: not really. Yeah. Anyway, like
2: so. Yeah, no, not at all. So, yeah, they uh, head back out to find the blade, which
1: um, what does happen? I'm kind of—I I know how the movie he, ends, but there's a gap in between. <laughs> yeah, in my memory, they get it. Oh, find they go to save. They go to save her. what's his face. I think that's what they did. Dag. They, they go after Dag. Dag. Who, by the way, his torture scene, where it's described, is just like, there's gonna be a thing that's gonna shoot into your head about the width of a fucking human hair, but it's gonna go through your skull and hurt like hell. And he do it like a couple times, and the <laughs> he's like, where are they? He goes, I legitimately do not know. We crashed, and you found me where I was. Beam in the head. Okay, now where are they? I don't fucking know Beam in the head. And this is like I I know. I'm evil. I just enjoy this. Yeah. This is my laser pointer. I'm the cat. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: Is this around
3: the time where we we've actually learned Zygon is a robot? Or is that later? No.
1: Oh, time is frozen.
3: There we go froze up there for a second like, yeah you guys froze on my end too so i'm gonna yeah. do my little clap so we can figure that out but yeah yep so i didn't even hear the answer to that <laughs> i didn't hear the question yeah we didn't hear oh. the question <laughs> is it around this time that we learn zygon's a robot or is that after? that's like near the end Like, that's when he gets, like... Well, it's when he
2: gets,
1: like, hit in the face with the sword. And it's like, oh, shit! Yeah, it, like, slices part of his face off. You look like one of those robots from that Batman episode. They animated
2: Batman. Um, I guess to make a long story short, they, yeah, they rescue Dag. Oren finds out that he actually doesn't need to find the He was the sword the all along. has been inside of him <laughs> yeah. all along.
1: That is the greatest fucking thing when he uh, does the fucking, like, like we all did with Star Wars. We, like, faked that we had a lightsaber. <laughs> That's straight up yeah. what he fucking does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man. And then yep. he
2: just gets the magical glowing sword. Um, <laughs> of course, they go back to take on Zygon and liberate um, liberate Orrin's people. Uh, he goes back down into the, well, after the, there's a, uh, pretty, pretty cool, like spaceship battle of them, uh, coming into, they have to, they have to infiltrate the mining,
1: the Death Star.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's,
2: it. it's not a, it's not a Death Star. It's on the ground, but yeah, the mining facility yeah. and then, uh, yeah, find his way back down. They just destroy the mines them, and of course
1: and shit. they, they act... there was actually a lot yeah. that happens but but uh, by the time you're watching this movie it I, you, at this, this point it's... you're just ready to be done like this is like I what... I actually think it's perfectly entertaining it's just not real
2: memorable because it's yeah. so much just like Star Wars rip like literally right down to like f- spaceships flying through like tunnel like straight out of the end of the yeah Star Wars the does movie. star run and everything uh, yeah. yeah like yeah the, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we we get to yeah. He he has to talk his people into believing him, and then he exposes Zygon of not being a god and being a robot. And straight uh, up,
1: Darth Darth mauls him like right in yeah. half. Yeah.
2: And so that that was the that was the point. Like that when he cuts Zygon in half and Zygon falls, there like watch the way he falls. Even the robes fluttering and like. I'm like yeah, George Lucas saw that. That, that, is Darth, that is the way that Darth Maul falls down that thing. It's like even the way like his body bounces around. Like <coughs> waiting for the legs like, yeah. to
1: smack him in the fucking head again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it cuts him in half like Darth Maul and uh you know, um, Chaos and so just, he... Yeah. Um finds out that he He's actually the member of an ancient order of space wizards of some sort. This all happens in the last, like, two minutes of the movie.
1: Oh, he cures his brother's blindness. And then he, yeah. Doesn't even ask. Just walks up and just fucking grabs him by the head. He's like, brother, you're back. Just grabs him by the fucking head and just concentrates and lets go. Oh, what it was, is his brother asks, like, what does it all look like? And he's just like... No, I'm not describing this shit to you. I, I, I don't have the fucking <laughs> vocabulary or I time. I'm so yeah. sick of having you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing this for Go you. Go look for, for yourself. For <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but yeah. So some ancient order of space wizards. They 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 say he can. Uh, now that he's found his power, he. Has the ability really to escape his corporeal form and join them in the stars or whatever. To which he says, "No thanks." And that's. Uh... Yeah, I
1: want to live for the next couple decades. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stick around, for around here for the next couple decades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm still a virgin, dude. Can I at least? <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, one blade might not I exist, but it. another one does. All right. <laughs> um yeah. I will say, when you find out that you didn't need the hilt, the blade was in you the entire time. Um, that is some bullshit, because um, that means this whole adventure was for nothing. Like he, a lot of people could have not died. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, right. Straight up, right away. Well, <laughs> although he, it, it, in theory, he would never have
2: gone on his journey. Never would have, you know.
1: Yeah, but I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was saying... he was willing to take on the system within the first fifteen minutes, and like. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean if the if
2: the Space Wizard number one would have just like told him that right at the get go.
1: That's a thing he could've just like Space <laughs> Wizard's the one who told him like you gotta find the blade to this sword. Got your adventure, and then at, in near in the end, heart. it's actually inside of you this entire time. You are the blade. Yeah, it's just like I, he should
2: have had a reaction like that Chris Farley sketch from SNL when they tell him he's eating uh, or, or drinking. drinking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> cabinet of coffee, crispy yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, why yeah, can't like, if, if it's, it's just if, oh, you gotta believe, fuck wizard. Why haven't you're down here digging holes too? Why can't you do this? <laughs> yeah. Why has this been a thing for so long? Yeah, it it no. story wise, it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Considering also no. that it's such a rip off of Star Wars, but it just yeah, it's there's not a, lot a good of story. story. It's,
2: it's really not. It uh for everything else that it does fairly well, because there's a lot of things it does well. But mm-hmm. yeah, the story is not is not there, and unfortunately, you can't. No matter how much impressive like looking animation and cool stuff you throw into it when you have this totally derivative just kind of nonsense story like the loosest excuses
1: to explore the universe and it's just like there this isn't kept when i was watching like you know this feels like the first idea like when you're in the writer's room and it's like okay just a spitball the first idea that comes to mind and someone did like we're going with that like but right away the next person's like but there's problems. i just said we're going with that but there's gonna be yeah, prob- we're, we're, going to be probably. We're done that. here. We're done. Like, <laughs> we don't have. But you that tell them. the
3: first thing that came up in the writer's room was what if we just did like a Star Wars thing? <laughs> yeah. And Half just. You guys script. see Star Wars? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. Good. But let's, let's change that. it a little bit, <laughs> and we're not going to really explain anything as to why or how those changes work, but we'll just change some shit.
1: You know the yeah. story of Camelot and King Arthur? Yeah. Let's just have him be the sword the entire time. But he doesn't know it. <laughs> How are we going to animate the sword? That's the brilliant part. We never will. It's an invisible blade. <laughs> it's like,
2: <laughs>
1: sure, you know, why I, the not? I, the blade, blade thing
3: is kind, kind of a cool. So. like the parts where he's got the the hilt and he's you know he's using this invisible sword blade. That's actually kind of cool, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it, it doesn't really make sense when you consider the whole thing at the end where uh, it's just inside you all along. Also, and how... there's a the weird little floaty thing, you know? How
2: many
0: yeah, times... Yeah, which,
3: which was one of the wizards.
2: It was the wizard. Yeah, it all was along. all the wizard. Little... Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. How about when, like, when we first see the invisible blade, it's during the the mandroids, and it's, like, clear. It's not near him, and he's stabbed. Uh, One of the mandroids is stabbed, and then another one gets cut because it's being willed by another dude, And then the other dude that survives is like, you're the one doing this. He's like, no, I'm not. I mean, yes, I am. turns out, actually, yes, he was. Somehow, he made the blade in the handle work for other people, but not when Zygon picked it up several times and used it against him. And to his chagrin, just, oh, it's not working. I'm like, dude, you've already done this fucking test. Like, fool me once, but twice, my dude? Like, multiple times. I was like, stop, Zygon, stop trying to go for the sword. You can't use it you've you tried multiple times near the fucking beginning no. i mean i imagined it was because
2: he was a robot was supposed to be the re- maybe the reason he can't use it
1: but... yeah I think that that's what i thought until like the whole like actually oren you yeah. are the sword i'm like oh well, i got several questions yeah <laughs> <laughs> on top of
3: more well, because
2: you know if you if you just really think about it hard enough, know if you can will yourself a
3: magical sword that you can yeah. <laughs> it's like i've been trying all day <laughs> yeah so far nothing it's
1: like when does a sword like go because there's certain things i do with my hands at times wizard people i just need to know how this works and what triggers what i don't need to bisect people by accident yeah, um, be like yeah.
2: pointing at something and just you know yeah. chop somebody's arm it's right like, off.
1: There's there's a reason that we're saying that you should come with us after this journey. Once you realize <laughs> that you are the sword, like you're actually a risk to everyone you love. But no, you want to stay. That's fine. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go fucking like ninja blade, everyone. Go nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Magic bullet. The whole fucking family. <laughs> like... Yeah, I do. You do have to kind
2: of appreciate that Orin stays really, really. Stupid throughout this whole movie. <laughs> that's like, what I mean. He, he never really has any growth, and like you know, what her no hero's journey, which which does lead to the the point that you made that this is really just one long day anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: <good> <laughs> just so much hassle. <laughs> what a fucking yep. brown, he's just a bimbo, man.
3: <laughs> he is. He is it's,
1: himbo. Uh, what, that's what they call him. What's striking
3: himbo. to me is from the from a production perspective a lot of the movies that we've reviewed on here especially around this era were less than 10 million dollars to make mm-hmm. you know this one was 18 million and it only let's see what did it bring in it, no I'm sorry it was 14 million and it brought in 3.3 3. Yeah. <laughs> so it did not do well a, but big last, week, flop. last week we yeah. talked about Twins which was 18 million to make and it made 216 <laughs> You know, yeah, but just the figure like that's that's a live action movie with two big Hollywood leads, right? And as we mentioned, that was their biggest paycheck, but a lot of that was the box office they got back. So yeah. for comparable production costs within three years of each other, um, I, I'm kind of surprised, I guess, that this movie cost 14 million to make.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it must have been that they the did 3D it in thing. 3D. And that they used the like cutting edge like computer technology to make it,
3: so and it just didn't amount to much, at least in, in, in the public because reviews weren't good for no. it either. No reviews were not good. No. I don't think any. I. It
2: was general consensus was that it was a stinker from and a Star Wars rip off. So, <laughs> like, yeah, no. it, there's a really like great. Um, quote from the new york times review at the time it doesn't it doesn't state the author but uh described the film as such a brazen ripoff of george lucas's star wars that you might think the lawyers would have called would have been called in and that the first time i saw this i was like wow i've seen star wars ripoffs but this one is <laughs> like i'm surprised yeah. this survived without being sued or without there being some litigation of some sort
1: i'm surprised yeah. disney doesn't own it and has declared it legends yeah, that's true yep. too. But it's yeah, no, absolutely. it's it, it's it's the same amount of Star Wars as the Ewok movies. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is more
2: this is more Star Wars than, than the Ewok, Ewok movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, is, this is closer to canon. But you this still haven't much. Kid, yeah, uh, this
3: would not take much to get it into canon. I mean, a few yeah. lines of dialogue and it's done. Um, I guess there was in 2012 a discussion about. Making remaking this into a live action movie, but that never amounted. Anything. Uh,
2: who who would want to go see? That? Like, who would? I was barely even aware of this until yeah, it was pointed out to me. And as a reference to Star Wars, so right. I right. mean,
1: if you, if you if if someone were going to do a live action, you would have to shoot it like you shot Judge Dredd, the first Judge Dredd in the '90s with Stallone. Because I'm mm-hmm. thinking about the fucking like mandroid people and like uh fucking weird fucking shit that they do in that fucking movie i'm like that's that's it just do that like get the same camera get find the sets somewhere in the dumpster like save on your budget you're already dead in this one why not i mean you you never got your money back so whatever (laughs) (laughs) well you guys want to
2: give
3: this thing a grade and wind it up for this evening sure Mm -hmm. um again have never heard of this one so never saw it uh first thing I read about it before watching it is that it's a Star Wars ripoff, and yeah, as we've mentioned, Ad nauseum, it totally is. Uh, that being said, the story is pretty clunky, uh, but McClunky, it's not as... one would say. McClunky. <laughs> yeah. But it's not It's not terrible. Um, there's a lot of plot holes, there's a lot of just kind of nonsense silliness that goes on. Um, but I liked the creature design. The animation style is actually really quite good. Um... So I I definitely don't hate it. I think if you like animated sci-fi movies from the 80s like Wizards or it's 80s and 70s and 80s like Wizards or Heavy Metal and stuff, yeah, this should definitely be one to to watch. Um, It's got some cool ideas. Again, the creature designs really caught my attention. Um, Character-wise, they're pretty boring. Um, But overall, I think it's a mid-C. It's just a C. That's about where I'd land on it. What do you think, Ryan? I... I think that that's completely fucking fair, and probably
1: where I'm going to land as well. To be honest with you, uh, it is. It's just it's just kind of like a a ripoff. It's I think it is. It's not like don't avoid it. Like if you if you're curious to see it, like I think it's worth watching and have an opinion. I uh, especially if you're like an old '80s animation sci-fi animation fan. Like this, I think this fits up there with like. Um, Thinking, like, animation style-wise, like, heavy metal, like, ice and fire, that kind of, like, you enjoy that stuff. That can be up there. It's not as great as those, but it's, like, not, like, the worst fucking thing. There are bits where you're, like, kind of laugh at the ridiculousness and the decisions being made. Um, And at times be cringed out. Like, again, like, the whole fucking, just everything to do with the fembot um it's just it's hard to like oh she's yeah. a fun comedic character i'm like no no that's not how she started <laughs> like just this, this is not how she started and i cannot in this modern day and age after the me too like i can't <laughs> like ignore the origin of this character um so uh there's that but uh, it's a c it's easily a c like it mm. is just so middle in the line.
2: Yeah, I, I pretty much feel the same way. I um, not to the uh, cue the echo chamber necessarily, but I feel like this is a very <laughs> watchable, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a very watchable bad movie, which happens sometimes. Like this, uh, mm-hmm. if you if you put any thought into this, like it, it's just, it, well, first of all, it's not really worth your time to put any thought into it. <laughs> um, second of all it just kind of all falls apart everything that's not 100 percent just stolen from uh, star wars is kind of you know clunky and doesn't really work the things that they've kind of changed around or inserted to make this quote unquote an original piece um but yeah I, like like joe said creature designs are cool there's there's some compelling like uh sequences of like space battles and then so stuff yeah, that's yeah. like it's it's 100 like straight out of a star wars show but it but it works like it's it's well done it's well animated um pace wise the movie's never really too boring it's you know it's just dumb so yeah. it just, it's definitely not the uh, worst ripoff so no if you're okay if you're okay with the you know way we described it kind of a big dumb star wars rip off that has some you know cool animation um it's not the worst thing you could watch. It's it's also fairly brief. What's it run about eighty minutes or so? Um, and, and it's on YouTube. Yeah, and it's for free on YouTube. It's actually the only place I could track it down. um yeah. So at the moment, out no of one print, cares I'm the copyright anywhere. So <laughs> or copy <claim> yeah. it. <laughs> right. So yeah, go check it out. It's free. You could do worse. But yeah, it's it's definitely not worse more than more than a C. I'm gonna agree with that.
3: So that's our thoughts on uh, Star Chaser, but of course, we'd love to hear what any of our listeners have to think of Star Chaser and The Legend of Orin. Uh, have you seen this one before? Is this one you grew up with? Please feel free to send any of those questions, comments, criticisms, or witnesses to the Video Junkyard Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and in our main Video Junkyard Podcast pages. As always, if you write it, we'll read it, and we look forward to hearing from you.
2: And we'll hope you'll come back and join us for more reviews on the Video Junkyard Podcast as next week we sit down and watch rock and rule so another um 80s animated science fiction film um this one with a uh rock and roll soundtrack of popular bands at the time is that joe is this the 80s or late 70s rock 80s, and rule? Yeah. 80s for early 80s yeah okay. um yeah so another very similar in this vein and we'll see what we make of that one Uh, we also have over 260 other episodes in our archive, and so if we, uh, maybe we've already covered your favorite forgotten film, and if we haven't, please let us know what that is, and we'll make sure we get it on the show in the near future. Uh, either way, just hope you'll come back and join us for more
3: here on the Video Junkyard Podcast. And we want to thank you once again for listening, and hope you'll join us again next week, and until then, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Miracle Branson, And I'm Ryan Steinskel, saying free to leave your human form and come with us
1: Yes not yet. I'd like to stretch my legs for a few decades
2: you have been listening to the video junkyard podcast. I do wish we
0: could chat longer but I'm having an old family. You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep of the moors.
2: We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Video Junkyard Podcast, on Twitter at Video Junk Pod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast. All one word. Want to thank you again for listening and keep digging who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard